Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. I am back with my co-host, JC. Such a pleasure to be back, Wendy. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I wouldn't want to do a podcast without you. And in fact, when I do them without you, for whatever the reasons, I'm kind of like, well. They're terrible. (laughs) Yeah, they're terrible. When you don't have me around. No, I mean, sometimes you really do have some amazing guests, though, and those shows don't suck. But other times (laughs) it's like, yeah, you need me by your side. And it's all right. You know what? It's because we have a connection Aww. and we, we, we figured out, you know, how to communicate with each other, our ebbs and flows. And that's so important at work too. So for folks that are, uh, you know, if you manage another human being, even if it's just a project manager, so you're not, you know, giving them reviews and things like that, or for those HR folks that are working or listening today, what I want to talk about is how you can help employees connect better and maybe how you can teach employees to connect better. We as HR and we as uh, managers, we don't have to be responsible for every single piece of communication ever. You don't? Oh, come on. No. There's a lot put on HR managers. It's all on your shoulders. (laughs) It's all on you, right? We you know, should be responsible, though, for helping our team form bonds. We can't mandate it. We can't force it. So and good luck trying that. Right. That There's something really important I want to pin in on right here because it's instrumental to this entire discussion and conversation. Anyone who's listening to this program right now, you could have been an amazing person at work uh, in your human resource role, in your leadership positions and operations, wherever it may be. As time goes by and you evolve, You're moving from being that subject matter expert that was fantastic at doing the onboarding or whatever the case may be into more of a role of leadership. And sometimes you have to step out of being the subject matter expert to then be more the leader. And that's where the inclusivity and and human connection is really going to come down to the ground and come to play. You can keep that tied together with your operational backbone and be a subject matter expert. There's no problem there. But fostering these skills we're about to talk about is going to definitely take you to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, uh, you know, many of us are working remote, too. So I want to touch on that in a moment. But before we jump into the remote aspect, I, I would hope that, um, you know, we're, uh, what are we, three years into the pandemic almost? Yeah, right? Yeah, I, I think, think it's 23 a, years at this point. I don't 23 know. 23 yeah. years, right? We're 23 years into the COVID pandemic. <laughs> I'm kidding for anybody who thinks they're in a time warp right now. Um, we're a couple of years into the pandemic. And so that did force a lot of companies to go remote. Mode. I, I know many companies were remote before that, or at least roles were, but remote definitely has put a different swing on things. But whether you're remote or whether you're in person, again, you really should be, regardless of what your role is, you should be encouraging your employees to communicate with each other and collaborate so that they, they feel like a team and that we're in it to win it together. I, you know, like to do with my clients engagement events, uh, fun events, you know, whether it's like a luncheon, eat, you can do these with remote too. You just send the gift card or the, the lunch to the person's home um, or let them expense their their, deli- their lunch Ooh. delivery. Or or a virtual tic-tac-toe or our most fun game around, pick on Blake. 
You just all get <laughs> online and pick on the guy named Blake, no, right? No, 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 okay. no, no, no picking on anybody. That could end up being some kind of bias Good or call. discrimination claim. Oh, you but definitely wanna, don't want to be a bias. Trust me. No, we want to make sure that we're having fun. Uh, one thing that uh, I personally do for my clients, I'm DISC certified, which is uh, personality styles and personality. And I talk a lot about personality traits, but that alone doing some kind of assessment and training with personalities it opens up a whole you know bag of everything that people go oh yeah. i thought my coworker didn't like me but it turns out their personality you know they're just really quiet or shy and i'm loud so i'm intimidating them and that's me i could say that because i am loud and intimidating and so i've learned to be like okay wendy you need to downplay your personality you need to really just here's a bag of shush hang on to it for a minute <laughs> yeah 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 no that makes sense that makes sense the, but people's personalities have a huge effect and so just learning them as a manager even if you're not going to do training for your entire team which i encourage you to do it's it's a lot of fun uh brings people closer together but learn your employees personalities their traits and say okay now i need i the whoever i am whether i'm a manager hr just a coworker. I need to adjust to somebody else's personality. I can't expect them to adjust to mine. And then the this is the most magical thing that happens, JC, is when you teach them that, they then they start adjusting to yours. So yeah, you're adjusting do. to them, they're adjusting to yours, and you're like, oh, wow, we're suddenly getting getting along and getting things done. You, Again, it, you don't you have, have to be power. best friends. You have the power right? of positive intention, and you could do very good things in your world. You create your own reality, and the people around you will also pin in on that and, and move forward. Like Wendy said, encourage employees to share their thoughts and ideas and concerns openly and honestly. It's going to help build trust and create a more collaborative and supportive work environment and make sure that all employees feel welcomed and valued, regardless of their background or their identity. That's really important here. It can help create a sense of belonging and improve a team cohesion and foster that culture of inclusivity. And ultimately, like she's saying, encourage the employees to form friendships, friendships with the coworkers. It can help create a more positive and supportive work environment. They don't have to be besties where they're hanging out all the time, Netflix and chilling. But at the same time, it's good to know each other and be cordial and at least, you know, foster a general friendship at the same time. It definitely helps in the remote environment. Yeah, and the the remote environment is so, so important, and, and it always has been. I'm reading this article on uh, Microsoft.com, actually, and, and it, they did a assessment of the be- from the beginning of the the pandemic moving forward and they kept surveying their their employees to see how they how connected they felt yeah. to each other to the project to the company to the the uh, mission and vision and the more remote the longer they went remote because they just started doing remote um the they started you know being less and less and less connected well, folks, HR that's listening here and managers, that's a huge concern because if people are not feeling connected, they're not necessarily going to go the extra mile and not even the extra mile, just go the mile to get things done. And when some other company comes and says, hey, I'm interested in your resume, you want to come work for us, they're not going to stay. No, because I have a team that I'm connected to and I don't want to leave them. And so if for any yeah. reason you're, you know, you're not thinking, oh, this isn't important to me retention 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 is so 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 important yeah at the same time Um, while you were looking at that wendy i've got one pulled up here from mit management sloan school and they really start to pin in on -on one-on-ones and they start to emphasize about structuring that one-on-one time so that it's helpful 
and it appears and is perceived helpful and not misconstrued as micromanagement. Very important, especially in the remote workforce, right? And and usually utilizing that time is like basically a safe space where you could have that zone where you have one-on-one time with the employee to just, you know, put all the other work aside. And let's just focus on you and, and me and let's connect right now. It's very important to do on a regular basis. Your connection is so, so important. Folks, if you're saying, what's the one thing that I can do to help people uh, feel connected? And this is going to sound interesting. It's like, it's let them have a life outside of work. So if you give them work-life balance, they're going to feel more connected to the team because they're going to get a good night's sleep. They're going to say, okay, now I'm in and I get to go home and, and come back tomorrow and start all over. Also, you want to get them passionate for the work, which means you may need to explain, oh, I don't know, when there's changes going on, when there's new clients, you know, how we get new clients, the behind the scenes information. I was just having this conversation yesterday that um, actually with my brother, who is a, a consult business consultant, and he found out new information from a manager of his, uh, it was just regarding expenses and, yeah. and uh, budgeting. And he's like, why didn't you tell me this a year ago? Oh, I don't know. We just don't share this information. He's like, oh my God, this is a game changer. I, if I knew this, I would have done things so differently and he didn't do anything wrong, but he's like, no, I could have right. done things better. Yeah. And so share information with your team about as much as possible. We obviously can't share everything, right? So right. we want to make sure that, um, you know, we are, we are sharing as much as we can. All right. We're coming up at the end of this session here. When we come back in session three of five here, I want to talk about a little bit more about the remote workers and then also about, um, you know, town halls or whatever you might call them, but town halls. So we'll be back in a minute. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.